0: I watch a lot of movies. I know what I'm doing. Oh. What's that thing? Go big or go home.
1: I feel like I'm being threatened with a good time. Woo-hoo! I am driving.
0: Oh oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh! Why are you so handsome?
0: My dad was a weatherman.
1: I want a new start for me and my son. It's time to start a new chapter. Love her, is it just a word? It's by how you show up. Sometimes things don't go the way you plan. I'm not the one who's causing all the damage around here. The only way we're going to change Chicago
0: is if we do it from the inside. It's The Last Stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right, it is The Last day, and We bring you the biggest names in the sport. I'm Brian Custer, and I'll tell you what, we got a special guest uh, here today because this guy is the unified champion. I'm talking the WBC, the WBO, super featherweight champion of the world, and pound for pound, one of the best fighters in the world. He is Shakur Stevenson, champ! It's, it's been good, a little man. bit. Welcome back to The Last Stand.
1: What's good? What's good? I'm good. I'm good.
0: <laughs> Great to have you back on, man. And listen, I mean, uh, this spring, you you take the belt away from Oscar Valdez. You're now the unified champ. Without a doubt, you know, top guy at 130 pounds. I guess the big question is, what's next? Who's next for Shakur Stevenson?
1: Uh, right now, you know, um... I'm still deciding. I'm still thinking. You know, I've been in the gym. Uh, I just got back to training. So um, I'm waiting on my team to present uh, what's next. Um, we heard Navarate, I heard Navarate was going to uh, move up and try to fight me. But um, it fell out because he wasn't getting the type of money he thought he should get. So um, that's on him. I mean, he must really ain't believe in his- himself and believe that he really could beat me. So uh, we're just waiting to see right now.
0: And if it was up to you, who would you want next?
1: If it was up to me, um, I fight anybody. Like I'm one of those fighters. I believe in myself so much that I could fight with whoever. So uh, whoever they offer, whoever they say is next in line, I'm ready to fight.
0: I, and I think that's probably why we love that out of you. But I'm sure there's a guy who you said this cat. I need. I need him on my hit list. Who is that guy?
1: Uh, I ain't really got one yet. I, I, I mean, I got people that I know. Um, once I get to that weight class, that we gonna fight. But um, for, far as right now, I ain't really got nobody on the uh, hit list. I'm just, I'm just going with the motion. Whoever want to fight, I'm ready to fight. I'm. I feel like I'm the best fighter in boxing, uh, today, and um, I'm gonna prove it more and more as I keep fighting better competition.
0: You know, back in April, you did beat Oscar Valdez, uh, without a doubt probably your most impressive win at this point. You took his title in the process. Was that fight easier than you thought it was going to be?
1: Uh, nah, I knew it was going to be that easy. I knew what everybody else didn't know. I knew that the fight, um Valdez is that he's a great fighter. I don't take nothing away from him, but um, I just know how great I am. Like I know how great I am. I know that I do this every day. I know that um, in the gym, if people see me in the gym, I'm sharp. I'm beating up everybody. Like I, I, I'm a a oh, boxer boxer so at the end of the day my style is uh stylistically it was a bad fight for Oscar Valdez. Mm.
0: And, and here's the thing I love about you because you're not shy about speaking it into existence. In your own words what makes your Shakur Stevenson great? Uh,
1: I think my passion. I think that I got so much passion for boxing and I think that I'm so competitive too that to the point where I hate losing. I don't like to lose in nothing. Like, I play basketball or I play the game. I hate losing. Like, losing is something that's, like, it irks me. Like, so I think that the competitive nature and my passion for the sport of boxing, um, I always got to be around boxing. My daily conversations is about boxing. Um, Just, like, I, I got my boy Richardson Hitchens. Me and him sitting on the phone and talk about boxing all the time. Like, people don't know that. We've been doing this since we was, like, 12 years old like we sit on the phone sit there and talk everybody in boxing the sport of boxing and um stuff that could make us better he asked me questions about uh boxing and i asked some questions too like what he thinks so uh, we make each other better and that's just me like my passion for the sport
0: and the thing about i love about you first of all at 130 you're a big 130 let's yeah. i mean i mean you could tell when you entered the ring you're like man this kid could be 135 140 easily you can't be hit, um, and then you've got your razor razor sharp with your punches. What is it about Shakur Stevenson, or what kind of fighter do you think it is that could give Shakur Stevenson
1: problems? Uh, I think Shakur Stevenson could give Shakur Stevenson problems. I feel like the only person that could give me trouble or make me have a hard time is me. I feel like I'm one of them fighters that only person that could beat me is me and. I don't plan on being myself. I'm focused. Uh, I come in shape every fight. Um, Discipline, I make sure I do everything the right way. So um, the only way that I could lose is me being myself, and I will never be myself. I'm, I'm going to keep picking these fighters apart, and I'm going to get better and better. Joe Cordina, uh, I guess, had talked to
0: you on social media about fighting you and coming over uh, overseas to go fight him. Does that fight interest you at all?
1: Yeah, it's a great fight. I mean, it's a uh, great fight. Um, The only thing with that fight, because I'm going to be realistic, um, I'm ready to fight right now. I'm ready to fight whoever, whenever, however. Um, Only thing I wish with that fight is he, like, grow his fan base and where he's from a little bit more because uh, I don't want to go in there and it's um, 5,000 people. I heard it was uh, 5,000 people in his last fight, and I wanted to be, how you know Devin went over to uh, Australia and they had what like 40 some thousand people in the arena. I want it to be like a big event if I'm gonna be traveling all the way over there. If that's not the case, uh, he could come in to, to Nook, New, New Jersey and we could show him what the church is about.
0: <laughs> I love that. Um, you know, obviously, top rank has got a, a number of fighters there. Is there someone, and I know you said you'll fight anybody, but is there one big fight, let's say, under that top rank banner? that you feel like needs to happen with you?
1: Lemachenko. I feel like me and Limachenko is uh, great fighters and with with great boxing IQ. And uh, I'm gonna give him his praise too. I feel like he's a great fighter. He got great feet work. And I feel like that's a fight that need to happen. Um, I don't know what's going on with him over in Ukraine with the war situation, but I feel like me and him need to fight. I feel like uh, we are, two of the best technical fighters in the sport of boxing right now, like take technique and skills and all that kind of stuff. I feel like me and him is on that kind of level. So I feel like that's a fight that needs to happen someday.
0: And, and, and let me be devil's advocate because, you know, listen, your big brother, uh, Bud Crawford for years, wanted the Manny Pacquiao fight and both of these guys were under top rank and it never came to fruition why do you think then top rank would make that fight with you guys come to fruition
1: I'm not sure I try not to look at it from a standpoint of uh, what happened with other people before me um because I feel like my situation is different like I feel like um even with the fact that you know um I fought for a world title in what 12 fights uh 12 13 fights so it's like um I just feel like I've been getting treated treated a little bit different from my uh because of my Olympic run and everything that I've done in the Olympics. So uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I I can't tell you. I hope that it doesn't go like that. I I don't think that they would do that to me. But um, I just feel like I'm not going to compare my situation to his at the end of the day. Um, That's my big brother. I love him, but he still got uh, his management team and I got my management team. And, you know, it's, it's different situations.
0: Got it. Um, how surprised were you, Shakur, when uh Chris Colbert not only got dropped, but loses to Hector Garcia in February. You know, and, and Garcia was a replacement opponent. And, you know, Chris had talked so much about you two being a major fight at 130 that it has to happen at the end of the year, and that you two were the best. He said at 130. How surprised were you that he took a loss?
1: And I felt like he blew the money. I was sitting there watching it. I was actually cheering him on the whole time. Like, I was like telling him to punch, like I'm screaming at the TV, like please throw some punches. Like, but uh, I was cheering him on. Like I wanted to see him win. Uh, still to the day, I, like, I know he was talking all that shit about me. I ain't, it don't, it don't bother me no more. This what this. At first it did, but um, now like, I don't know. I'm getting older now. I ain't taking all that stuff personal. Uh, so I, I actually cut for him like I feel for him I wish it didn't go that way I wish that uh, he still was undefeated right now and be winning the world title and me and him could fight for some belts but uh, uh, hopefully he bounced back much respect to him I don't got nothing bad to say about him um, I just think that uh, he just was talking a little bit too much instead of um, putting in the work I guess for like you know when you talk that much you got to be able to back it up and when I'm putting those situations where I'm talking cash shit to somebody like Jamel Heron or all these other dudes, I'm coming in that ring and I'm living up to every bit of the hype. So I feel like he put that pressure on himself that he got to live with that. But he didn't live with, I mean, he didn't uh, live up to the hype.
0: And listen, to be honest, whether it was Jamel Heron or whether it was Oscar Valdez, you talked that stuff in both of those performances we're dominating. So you're right about that. You you know, you you like the Migos. You walk it and talk it. Uh, so uh, kudos to you. How long do you see yourself at 130 before moving
1: up to 135? I think that 135 is coming real soon. I, I, I feel like all the big fights is at 135. I feel like um, the big names is at 135. And um it's just depending on what's going on at 130. I feel like I'm one of the best fighters in the sport of boxing. And if the division ahead of me is um, one of the best divisions in the sport of boxing, why not go there and go meet some of these guys too? So uh, I don't duck, no action. action, And those same big fights that Josh see at 135, I feel like I'm still going to be the same person I am where I was at 130, 126. I'm going to be the same fighter I am regardless. I don't care who's in front of me. So um, we're going to get there real soon.
0: Hmm. And you could see that uh, be at the beginning of next year, or and stay at one thirty this year, or you could, if, depending on the fight, you could move up to one thirty five this
1: year. It's depending on the fight. I mean, um, at the end of the day, you never know what what fight is next. If they come to me like, oh, uh, Limachenko opponent fell through, da da da, da or uh, Devin still want to such as such, such, which like I got I cut for Devin too. Like Devin, one of the people I grew up with, and I respect Devin. Um, but if we had the same weight class, we ain't got nothing else but to do is fight. So at the end of the day, uh, if them like fights was to come to me, I I don't know. I can't really see myself saying no, just because of the, just because of the fact that it's a big fight, and uh, it's in front of me.
0: Well, listen, uh, we 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 just see sitting here talking about one thirty five, and uh, you're right. There's so many big money fights uh, at one thirty five. You've already mentioned. Uh, Lomachenko, but there is the undisputed Chet, Devin Haney. There's Ryan Garcia. You know that it's a big money fight. There's Javante Tank Davis. Which one of those guys, Lomo, because you've already said Loma, but which one of those guys interests you the most?
1: Yeah. I mean, they both do. They both uh, big fights at the end of the day. Um, You got to respect Tank for what he do. He goes in there and he knocks these dudes out that don't really belong in the ring with him. Ain't got to respect Devin. Uh, what Devin just did was uh, I, he earned my respect a lot with that performance. Um, I feel like Cambosis was the man who beat the man who beat the man. And Devin went in there and uh, dominated him. He beat him with a jab. Uh, his boxing was beautiful. His defense was on point. Uh, I think both of them fights is a major, major fight for me. I feel like uh, me, him, uh, me, Tank, and Devin is like three of the best fighters in the sport of boxing, and I think uh, around robbing with us will be, like, uh, people's dreams. Uh, but at the end of the day, we we all black young fighters, and uh, i like to see them win. Um, I hope they like to see me win, too. So at the end of the day, uh, it, would be, it would be better for us to, like, take care of all the other competition and then be the last of, last of the uh, dying breeds. But, um, like I said, I cut for both of them dudes. Both of them dudes is young, black. And I seen, I seen them dudes come up. Like, I done seen Tank from a a, a kid. Church's Tank, Baltimore Tank, I done seen Tank from nothing. So uh, I'm happy to see what he doing now. And I done seen Devin from a kid, too. So it's like, like I said, uh, I got nothing but love for them dudes. Um, but I would love to get in the ring with them.
0: Well, I'm happy you mentioned Tank because um, you obviously you were there at, at the fight uh, against Roley Romero. And – you, you did an interview and you were quoted by yes, as saying, "Quote: I'm more skillful than Tank. He may not like me saying it, but I feel like it's the truth. I feel like I'm more skillful fighter than he is. I don't go down in rounds. I come back. Uh, that's what Shakur Stevenson said. Expound on that. Tell us what you were talking about.
1: I just feel like I'm a, a skillful fighter at the end of the day. Um, Tank is a like he's a skillful fighter, but uh, it's like." It's, in his fights is like he he be had like he be competitive until he could land this shot uh but what i will say like with the Roly on um, fight it was smart the way that he played it like he kind of uh was just boxing 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 and then railed him into a big shot so uh it was i mean tank is a great fighter i just feel like um i'm a, i'm confident in myself at the end of the day i feel i'm better than every fight in the sport of boxing i'll tell you that right now you asked me about canelo or anybody, I'm going to tell you I'm better than him or I'm more skillful. That's just me. Like, that's how I feel about myself. I'm so confident and I believe everything that I'm saying. So, at the end of the day, I'm not dissing them dudes. Um, like I said, they're young, black coming up. But I feel, me, I feel like I'm the best fighter in the sport of boxing. So, uh, people could take it how they want to. They probably don't want to hit me say that. Um, that's just how I feel about myself, honestly. And I know I know what I'm capable of. I know what tools I got. I know what I can do in there with anybody. Like, I have been in the ring with a lot of people, and I know what I can do. So, um, I'm just that confident in myself.
0: If we had a Score Stevenson-Javante Davis fight, how would that fight play out in the ring? Because you guys have sparred each other a lot in your younger days. How would that fight play out in the ring, you think?
1: I mean, I think it's a good fight. I mean, he would have to... Maybe try to get inside of the the height and the reach that I have and uh, to try to land a a big shot. But at the end of the day, uh, it's a great fight. I ain't taking nothing away from Tank, but I think that I'm winning with whoever. I don't care who it is. Uh, Whoever you name right now, I'm going to tell you that I I could beat them. Um, All I got to do is sit down and people sit down and watch tape, I watch a little bit of, I watch a little bit of kind of, okay, I see what you like to do best, and I try to take it away from you. And that's what any fighter. So at the end of the day, uh, I don't know how to fight a go. I know he's short. He's gonna try to get into the, the reach of mine. Or I don't think he could really just box on the outside. How he do it like Roly and all them kind of dudes. Um, but at the end of the day, it'll be a great fight.
0: What about a Shakur Stevenson Devin Haney? You talk about a slick boxer who's long. Uh, uses that jab. How would a How would a Shakur Devin Haney fight play out in the
1: ring? That fight gonna come down to boxing IQ. Um, who got the better boxing IQ? Uh, it's It's weird though. Like you go watch us sparring when we was kids, and like we both got better since then. But you could see like the skills and like the sparring. Like see how skillful we both were. So I think that fight gonna come down to uh, boxing IQ. Like he, like he got, like you say, he got the size advantage. He got the reach. But um, that don't really matter in them type of fights where uh, you got somebody as skilled as me. Like I know how great I am. I don't need to have to get inside or nothing like that. I'm really sharp too. So at the end of the day, uh, we'll see. Uh, I feel like that'd be that'd come down to boxing IQ. Who who got the better boxing IQ? And,
0: and and when you talk about a money fight, a guy who's got a great following, as you you talked about, how about Ryan Garcia? Yeah. What, what are your thoughts of Ryan Garcia as a fighter?
1: I think he's better than what people give him credit for. Uh, I think the only problem that he mainly got, he always got his chin in the air. His chin stays in the air. But uh, I think he's better than what people give him credit for. I think a lot of people see him on social media and think he's just a social media boxer. But uh, Ryan, another person, I don't know, for him when I was like fourteen years old. So uh, he's been around boxing for a long, long time. I remember Ryan was in the silver gloves like. Nine, ten years old, like little kid, Ryan. So Ryan been boxing for years and years. So he's not just a like a media model boxer. Like he actually uh, box better than what people give him credit for. But uh, I put him behind them 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 two dudes. I put him behind Devin and uh, Tank, and I put him behind Lomachenko too. So uh, I think that he's not that skillful, and that that that's the real problem there.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brian Custer, and our new podcast partner is Athletic Greens. You know, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy, and I got to say, I really love it. Uh, Athletic Greens, it doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has that really mild kind of tropical taste, and I'm telling you, you're going to like it. So what is Athletic Greens? But I'm going to tell you one delicious scoop. Of AG1, and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. And it contains less than one gram of sugar. There are no GMOs and no nasty chemicals or artificial anything at all while still tasting good. And it supports better sleep quality, recovery time, and also supports your mental clarity and alertness. AG1 is a small micro habit of big benefits, and it's the one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And it's lifestyle-friendly. So uh, whether you eat keto, paleo, you're vegan, you're dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it costs you less than $3 a day. And additionally, for every purchase, uh, AG1 is donating to organizations to help get nutritious foods to kids in need. In fact, no kid hungry here in the U.S. Well, in 2020, Athletic Greens donated $1.2 million to kids. Now, look, we're going to make this thing simple because Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you've got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Again, athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Take ownership of your health and get yourself athletic greens. Um, Listen, Bud Crawford is like your big brother. You know, um, you've sparred with him countless times. Errol Spence Jr., that's your guy as well. Now you know these guys are going to fight this fall. How do we see an Errol Spence Jr., Bud Crawford fight playing out in the ring?
1: I think it's dog versus dog. I feel like both of them dudes is like um, mentally strong dudes. Like they both got uh, killer instincts in them. And uh, they both dogs. Like they they both willing to go to war. Like so at the end of the day, we might see a war. And they both got uh, boxing uh, skills, too, so always we can see a boxing match. Um, I don't know. I'm just excited to see the fight. Uh, Bud is like my brother, brother. I love Bud. Um, um, Earl has been like a, a brother, big brother to me, too, over the years. Uh, so I got much respect for um, Earl and Bud, but I can't wait to see the fight. I think that uh, it's going to be an amazing fight. Who
0: are you rocking with?
1: Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, but my brother, I love my brother. Um, I'm always gonna like stick with my brother, regardless. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, Earl been real good to me too. I fuck with Earl to the to the to the core. But at the end of the day, Buzz like somebody who been with me hands on every day. So uh, I gotta stick stand behind my brother at the end of the day.
0: Got it. Um, You know, I remember. Kind of early in your professional career, at one time, you know, Andre Ward was not a, like managing you, being like a consultant. What happened there? What, what, uh, why, did, why did that stop?
1: I mean, it's business, you know, things um, go different ways at, at times, but uh, at the end of the day, business is business, personal is personal. Me and Dre, we sit and talk all the time. I actually just was on the phone with Dre, like, uh, at, while he's at this Hall of Fame thingy. So, um, me and Dre talk all the time. I just was texting him like two days ago. We talk all the time. It's all love. But business is business at the end of the day. So uh, I ain't going to get too much details on anything that happened. But it's all love between me and Drake. So uh, make sure, I just want to make sure that's known to the public. If anybody even thinking the same thing, uh, that y'all thinking, I oh, want to know the questions. I feel like it's business at the end of the day. And personal. that's my guy.
0: Got it. Uh, Jake Paul is, is fighting again. Uh, what do you think about what what these youtubers and, and what Jake Paul has done with the sport of boxing?
1: I mean he's an entertainer. I think that certain boxers need to take notes. I feel like uh, well, even me like me, even me myself i will be sitting there looking at certain things that Jake Paul do, does and do and I'm like you know I gotta take notes. you know you gotta uh, market yourself you gotta um, you gotta give the people something that they want to see too. You can't just be a boxer that's not no personality. Um, people love Jake Paul for his personality. They like the way that he talks, They love the stuff that he's doing on social media. So, um, I, I like Jake Paul. I think he's good in his aspect for the sport. I think it's different aspects of the sport. You got somebody like me who is like a a real fighter. I've been boxing since a kid, so my ride is different than the Jake Paul. But like what he's doing is like he's a businessman. He's when Floyd was money made, why everybody, everybody used to hate Floyd, but. Hey, he was getting that money, so at the end of the day, uh, people got to take them notes. Um, certain boxers should also look at Jake Paul and be like, you know what? I like what he's doing. I like how he's marketing himself, and uh, they should take notes. Um, I'm actually one of them guys. I'm going to take a little bit of notes my, myself. Huh? If somebody doing something and it's working, uh, why not do it too? You just see Jake Paul was on the list of most paid uh, athletes, And he just became an athlete. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) Like, it don't make no sense to me. Like, I don't even get it. Like, But uh, I I ain't one of them hating dudes. I don't really got too much hate in my heart. Got to respect certain things that people do. But I think he's an entertainer. I think he's a great entertainer. And what he does in his aspect of the sport is good for uh, other boxers to uh, try to get get something off of.
0: Yeah, emulate his what he's been doing. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but how high from a weight perspective do you see yourself going and in in and, and
1: Shakur, what is your ultimate goal in this sport? I see myself going to like forty-seven or fifty-four. I think like at the end of the day, like I'm so skillful, like I'm telling you, I have been in a gym with guys that fight one. 60, like fight real fighters at 160. That's making their way up, and I done beat them up. Like I ain't, I ain't gonna say put no names on it, but I done beat dudes up that fight 160. That's getting their way up, and uh, people notice about me. Like I got in the ring with everybody, um, and they know for a fact that you know I can fight bigger weight classes too. At the end of the day, I can get in the ring with them big guys too, because I'm so skillfully good and smart that um, my skills is gonna carry me the weight classes so I feel like I will get up to like 154 and uh what was the other question?
0: And 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 ultimately, what is your goal in the sport of boxing? When it's all said and done, you want to say Shakur Stevenson accomplished what?
1: That he was one of the greatest fighters to ever do it. I hear Floyd say all the time and, and Floyd my guy too so I don't take it personal. I just let it motivate me but I hear him say all the time that uh there will never be another fighter better than me. And every time he said it, he said it at this uh, Hall of Fame speech. Every time he says it, it's like, it got me up. Like, I done got up and went to run. I got up and go put my mouth in. Like, it just makes me want to work harder because it's like, um, I feel, like me, personally, I feel like he was top three, one of the best fighters to ever do it. Might be, honestly, in my opinion, he's one. My opinion. But, um... I wanna I wanna surpass him. Like I hear him say it all the time, and I want to I wanna break his records. How you always say, Nobody will break my records. None of these fights, like I always hear him say it, so it always like I hear it and it motivate me. Like I, I text him right after, like, uh, you're the GOAT champ. But I really was thinking in my brain, like, I want to surpass this guy. Like, this guy is like like he's the best, like so he feel like you know and he everything that he say is rightfully so to say you can't take nothing away from him, but it just motivates me every time I hear him say it. Like every time, like nobody will ever be better than me. I'm there will never be another like. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to be another Floyd Mayweather. I don't. I want to be another Shakur Stevenson. But just the way that he's saying it sounds like you know there will never be nobody that can break my numbers or outdo me. I just hear it and it just get me up like, okay, let's go put the work in. Let's let's be better than <laughs> what I am right now. Let's go do more.
0: Uh, Shakur, I, lo- I love to ask fighters this, you know, take us behind the curtain, so to speak. And you kind of did it the last time we had you on. Give us a story of maybe it was a fight or maybe it was a fighter. And you said, man, if y'all would have seen I, we this, 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 and this happened, I'm telling you, it was unbelievable. And, and I guess the example was the one you gave me before was we were talking about uh, Chris Colbert. And uh, you said, you know what, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Back in the day, this guy talked so much stuff. But back in the day, we were amateurs, and he was talking this stuff at a tournament. And so I said, okay, go grab some gloves. And y'all went to some Holiday Inn. Y'all in the hallway, and you said you beat him up and down the hallway or something like yeah. that after a tournament. And he said he knows it, too. He, he can't deny it. So what do you got? Do you have another story for us of something that happened with another fighter that we could laugh and say, I cannot believe that happened, Shakur?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. I think I told this story before, uh, but when I was, I want to say, 17, I was at the uh, Olympic Training Center, and I was uh, training. I had just got done training, and then uh, Julie, I know everybody know Julie. Julie come to me. She's uh She got Bud Crawford on the phone. But I, last time I had seen him, I seen him at ringside, and I was talking mad smack to him. Like, I was talking so crazy. I told him, like, I want to spar him that I beat him up. So uh, he gets on the phone. Mind you, I just got done training, sparring, but I'm like a like I'm crazy. I got like a problem. So he gets on the phone. I'm like, uh, where you at? I know he's in Colorado. He's like, I'm at the gym right now. Where you at? Like, he starts talking crazy to me. We start talking back and forth. This is like the beginning of me and Bud. Like, even like just getting around each other. This is how we really became super cool. So uh, I'm like, I'm 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 on my way to the gym, and I go pull up on him. When I pull up on him, he's in there. He about to spar. So I'm like, yo, you going to give me some rounds? Blah, blah, blah. I'm talking so crazy. like, And this is one of the one times that I had to actually learn that I'm not the best. Like, I got to get me right now. like, So I guess in the ring game, man, this dude got there beating me up. Like, We only sparred, I think, two or three rounds. It was four-minute rounds, man. This dude beat me up so bad. I swear to God, that was the worst ass whooping I ever had <laughs> as a fighter. And I couldn't believe it. Like, I went home that day. Like, I just could not believe what happened. Like, because it don't happen to me. I was a kid, and I used to spar with pros. I used to beat up on pros all the time. Like, it was like, it was something new. And uh, once he beat me up, the next time we sparred, I always made sure, like, it, uh, this is going to be different. You ain't going to just beat me up. Like, I, I feel like uh, from that sparring session and, and just being around Bud Crawford, he's a major reason of why I am who I am. He I, he actually let me know it was levels and I had to step my game up. Like, even though I was 17 at the time, I was a hell of a 17-year-old. I used to win every tournament. I wasn't like a normal 17-year-old. But um, I just knew at that that point of time, like, it's time for me to get better than what I am, get stronger, get get better. Next time I get in the ring with this guy, I want to be able to do something with him. Like, he can't just beat me up like that. They shouldn't be that. So, uh, at that time, uh, I appreciate that dude um, for that. Like, he's one of the dudes, <laughs> I can say, made me into who I am today.
0: I, I tell you what, man. You got the best stories because that one – hell, the one about uh, – Uh, Chris Colbert was that even that one was hilarious too. So you, you got some great stories, man. I I, I can't wait to hear more of them from you Uh, for everybody who comes on the show. You know, this, we allow people to send questions through social media, got a number of them for you. So we'll get right to them. Uh, This one comes from Twitter. Uh, Dr. Marlin asks, uh, will you fight in Houston since it's the hometown of your manager?
1: I will fight in Houston. uh, Yes, because it's the hometown of my manager, but also uh, I live in Houston. Houston uh, is a place that I live in. Uh it's like a second home to me. But I would do that for sure. I just want to go fight in nice. North again before I do that.
0: Absolutely, Oh, boy. That would be great to have you back in Brick City. Uh L uh from uh Twitter asks, "What's uh what's your motivation right now? Undisputed at 130 or big money fights at 135?"
1: I'm not sure. I've been trying to think on this same uh, question the last uh, couple of months. So Um, I would love to be undisputed at 130, but if it's bigger fish to fry at 135, I might. um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to leave it at that. We're going to see.
0: Will, (laughs) he must be from the UK, asks, when are you coming to the UK so Joe Cordina can give you that work?
1: Hey, man, don't put your money on that. Well, man, you don't want to lose no money. Don't bet your money against me. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, I know you probably love your UK fighter, but if you got if you want to bet your house, bet your house on me. It's your money guaranteed. Uh, I
0: already asked you this one, but uh, Rahul asks from Twitter, uh, how high in weight do you think you will go? Uh, eventually and are you willing to move up and fight Devin Haney for the undisputed title
1: yeah I'm definitely down to do uh do that and I think I'll get up to like 154
0: okay got it got it got it uh last question uh from Twitter asks will you let a purse uh bid amount uh cause you to pass up the opportunity to unify a
1: purse bid no uh I don't know. I, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a fighter, and I should get everything that I deserve. Uh, I feel like my last fight with Valdez, is no secret that Valdez made more than me. And um, if we being real, I feel like I was a bigger attraction than Valdez. I'm more of the attraction of the show. I, I put more asses in, in seats than Valdez did. Um, my numbers on ESPN was better than Valdez. But I, I had to bet on myself, so... Since I bet on myself from now on, I know um, I I deserve to get paid how I should be paid. And so they they are going to pay me what I deserve.
0: Time for the last segment of this uh, show. It is called The Last Stand. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, champ. You just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, Where do you see yourself on the mythical pound-for-pound list? Where is Shakur Stevenson? Where should he
1: be ranked? Six or seven, six or seven, I say. But Got Got I it. think in a uh, in a year or two, that's gonna be no. I'm gonna be number one. All
0: right, I like that. Uh, in your opinion, you're number one. Who's the second best fighter at 130 pounds right now?
1: Second best fighter at 130 pounds. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all a uh, secret fighter that nobody know about. At 130 pounds, uh, I say Oshini Foster. Um, if he's if he's 100% and will come at his best, uh, I think that he's the second-best fighter at 130 pounds. I think he beat the rest of all of them guys. I just don't think wow. he beat me.
0: How about that? I like that. Give me Shakur Stevenson's top five fighters right now, pound for pound.
1: Top five fighters, pound for pound? I mean, but it, like... What kind of list is it? Is it a list of accolades or is it a list of who I think is the best?
0: Right now, the baddest top five dudes in the sport right now.
1: I say me, number one. I say Bud Crawford, two. I say um. you got to throw Devin in there, but uh, I want to see maybe him and Tank three, either him or Tank. Uh, Jerron Ennis Jerron Ennis is a bad mm. dude people gonna hate me to say that cause he ain't really get the fights yet but he's a bad dude um five
0: Errol Spence
1: oh Errol Spence Errol Spence for sure I'm tripping my fault yeah my fault. <laughs> I forgot about EJ that's my bad I forgot about EJ yeah EJ for sure
0: yeah don't don't
1: don't do fighters right there is the best fighters okay. in the sport
0: if you ask me, I, lo- I like I anyway love that, too. Yeah, anyway, I mean, the monster, ooh, man, what he did to Donaire, that was, man, that dude here is going to bring, and it looks like he, you know, eventually wants to come up. And, and if he and, and cool boy Steph can fight, that would be really something.
1: Yeah, that would be a good fight for sure.
0: But you said something interesting. You said you love Daron Ennis right now. And you said cats, uh, maybe because he hasn't fought the top people, cats are sleeping on him. Talk to me about Jerron
1: Ennis. I think that Boots is a bad dude. Like, I feel like uh, Boots can do it all. He can box. He can bang. Uh, he can punch. And one thing that, that people don't understand, that dude is fast. Like, I sparred, I sparred him too. Like, he's somebody else I sparred in. Uh, literally, like, when we came out the first round, he was just hitting me with a jab. But it was like, his hand speed, like, and I'm a small guy, so I'm fast too, so it's like, His hand speed, I'm getting in there like, yo, it felt like this dude was faster than me. And he was like jabbing, boom, boom. Like, it was a quick jab. So uh, I think that um, people sleep on him. but I think that he's like a, he's a killer. Like, he's really a killer at the end of the day. And uh, he always stays in shape. He always in the gym. Uh, He's somebody that motivates me, too. Uh, Whenever I'm on my phone and I get to seeing Boots in the gym right after a fight, I'm like, hold up, I got to go get back in the gym. (laughs) I can't miss no days. Uh, in certain days, i just be uh, relaxing. And somebody like Buse get me, to get me up and get me going. So I think he's a bad dude right there. I think a, a lot of fighters uh going to have trouble with him. And um, I can't wait to see him get them big fights.
0: How competitive was that sparring session?
1: Uh, it was very competitive. Uh, Buse, uh, you know, Buse and uh, Bozy say he was, like, taking stuff off his punches. Which I when I would be seeing him knock people out it probably was, but it's certain punches I was in there like, Oh, that's sting like I had to get away <laughs> I had to get away from certain punches and uh that wasn't my first time sparring boost either. Uh you know, like I told you I'm a fighter who spars with everybody, so I really don't care but uh Boost is definitely a uh he's a killer, like you gotta you gotta see him in the gym, like even in the gym you see him go rounds and rounds, like that dude can go I, I can go rounds and rounds too, but that dude do rounds and rounds. He actually one of the few people I've seen go rounds and rounds like me. So yeah, uh, I, he's a I'm with
0: you. I, I'm a big Jeron Ennis Bozy fan, both of them. I love them both, yeah. man, I'm with you. Last question, by this time next year, Shakur Stevenson will be?
1: Number three on the pound for pound list.
0: My guy, Shakur Stevenson, the unified champion at 130 pounds. Man, listen, champ, I appreciate you doing this, man. I'm I'm, I'm a huge Shakur Stevenson fan, so I can't wait to see
1: you back in the ring. Yeah, yeah, we we back soon. We back real soon. I
0: love it. I love it. Folks, that's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And at 130 pounds, and you heard him say – soon to be at 135. Shakur Stevenson, right there at the top. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We will see you again next week.
1: I watch a lot of movies. I know what I'm doing. Oh.
0: What's that thing? Go big or go home.
1: I feel like I'm being threatened
0: with a good time. Woo-hoo! I am driving. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh.
1: Why are you so handsome?
0: My dad was a weatherman.
1: I want a new start for me and my son. It's time to start a new chapter. Love, is it, is, word. Word. is it just a word? Spy, you show keep up. up. You right. Sometimes things don't go the way you plan. I'm not the one who's causing all the damage around
0: here. The only way we're gonna change Chicago is if we do it
1: from the inside. Feel like we're